0: virtual classes for performers. Welcome back to another Nation interview. I'm Fred Fishkin. With us is Joe Lorenzo, a former children's casting director and founder of Society Performers Academy. Thanks for joining us, Joe. Thanks for having me. So tell us what Society Performers Academy is, what you're all about.
1: So in 2017, I was a like you said, former casting director and talent manager. And I decided to stop doing that and move into what's called the development side. And that's the beginning of an actor's career. That's the, um, you know, that's when they decide, okay, well, let's take a class or how do we get into this? And the parents, you know, they start Googling and thinking, okay, do I need an agent? Do I, you know, what do I do to get my kids started? So we, I started it um, and we, I started in person um, and this was, pre-COVID and I opened studios, one in New Jersey, which is where I'm from, um, but I live in Los Angeles now, and the other one in Upland, California. And what we do is the, the the kids come in with their parents. They have to audition to get into the program. Um, we don't accept everybody, and uh, they their interests are acting, singing, dancing, modeling, whatever it may be. And we develop them and then market them to agencies or casting directors um, to then be put out into the world. But we start them in a training program first. You know, I mean, a lot of kids. Or a lot of parents are like, well, I'll just get an agent. Well, it's not that easy. It's like, you know, it's almost like walking into a hospital and being like, hey, I didn't go to college, but, you know, can I be, can I operate on you kind of thing? So there's a process there, you know, and, and the ones that are most successful are the ones that do the training and do the things that they're supposed to do. Um, and so that's really what it is. It's, it's just the development and the training and then putting them out there in the world and letting them fly.
0: What's the age range of people that you work with?
1: So it used, we used to do four to 17 and because of almost everything is virtual right now, we we switched in March of 2020 when I was pretty much early on um, of putting everybody online. Um, there was other studios that actually reached out to me and said, how did you do it so fast? But um, so everything's virtual. So we do aged seven to 17 now virtually because the four five and six year olds really struggle with it online. Um, we've got some ex- exceptional kids that are six years old right now online with us, but right now it's ages seven to
0: 17. So how does this work? The the I mean, kids are, I guess, fairly used to regular online schooling from last year. By
1: now, yeah.
0: Oh, hopefully many of them are going to be back in person. We'll see how that goes. But uh, tell us how, how this works.
1: Well, in New Jersey, you guys actually go back after Labor Day. California, they go, they're go; they already back. So they started going back last week and this week. Um, so some of them are in-person, and which is a blessing, and they're all loving it. And then some of them are, are hybrid, where it's a couple days in, a couple days out. Um, for us, it's Tuesday through Saturday. They get to choose their classes based on the program that they're in. Most of their programs give them about five hours a week. Um, and then they choose their classes based on their schedules um, that they're already, you know, their school schedules and their extracurricular schedules and things like that. So they work around those. Um, and then they get online. The classes are all only one hour long. Honestly, we, you know, there's a, there's a uh, singing class that's two hours, but anything longer than that, or the one hour it's, you're not really holding the kid's attention, especially because like we said, they're still doing. Zooms and other things for like primary school and whatnot. So they get online, we give them scripts ahead of time. They get online with us and then our coaches, we have 13 coaches right now online. Um, and they uh, their technique is all kind of the same, but it's, um, you know, the, the biggest rule is that every kid gets to work, every kid gets feedback, every kid gets to do it again, um, because that's how they learn, obviously. It's not you know just sort of watch and observe kind of thing, and um, they get scripts and most of our scripts are from television and film, and they get to break down those scripts and do the you know build a character and I mean the kids really love it honestly I mean I've got I've got parents that have said to me you know who knows if they'll ever make it on television who knows if they'll ever you know they'll they will ever do something in film but their grades improved and they're getting you know they're raising their hand more in class now they're they're going to the blackboard more they're i mean there's certain things like over the years i've been doing this 21 years now and there's certain things that are valuable to parents not just you know saying oh i've got to get my kid on a television show it's other things that this this business and and training in this business and getting up and performing can, you know, there's other doors that it can open for the kids. So that's really what the process of it is they get online one hour a day. Some of them do a couple more hours in a day, but those are like the teens that can handle it. Um, and they get on and they, they do their class, they get their feedback. And then from there, we, we have like agency showcases where I bring in agents and we do it coast by coast. Um, we'll do New York and, and LA. It uh, just depends on where they are. Some of the kids in Texas and things get, you know, the split where they go um, on the coast. Uh, and then we do agency showcases those agents come and they watch them perform. They give them feedback and then they decide if they want to work with any of them. We don't guarantee anybody anything as far as, oh, you're going to get an agent or, oh, you're going to get work. Nobody can guarantee that. You can't even guarantee that in any other business. You, know, you can go to college for four years and not guarantee that you get a fabulous job, but it increases your chances of getting a fabulous job. That's all we do.
0: So it helps to build self-confidence. Tell mm-hmm. us about the challenges of doing this online because someone like me, I envision, okay, the kids are working together, you know, on in, in a room, on a stage, interacting with each other. A lot of challenges uh, from the, because they're either up close on the camera or maybe too far away. And yeah. they, can they, can they really interact with each other? That kind you, of thing?
1: You know, we, it was something that I was worried about. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it was in, in the beginning, it was like, how do we get, how do we find that chemistry? Cause that's a huge thing. And no matter what age you are. And when I talk about chemistry, I'm not talking about partnership type of relationship chemistry. That's a chemistry between uh, if you have to play brother and sister, or if you have to play, you know, mom and dad on whatever. And it's finding that chemistry, it's so much easier in person, you know, I mean, that's sort of um, it's just a given because there's an energy that's exchanged, but it's actually really working online. Um, you know, we keep them, the class sizes smaller. It's not, you know, we're not throwing the spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks. We want to make sure that it's about quality and not quantity. But um, a lot of castings are being done online now. A lot of chemistry reads instead of, you know, like when you used to get to a certain level of, let's say Disney or Nickelodeon was going to book you for the job, but it's a large enough role. They do what's called a chemistry read. They would bring you in with the other actor that, was, that they were considering for uh, the other role and make sure that you guys have chemistry, you know, because that's a thing. In, in, in the entertainment industry anyway, it's like you could be on a show and then all of a sudden, you, you you know, guest stars coming in. And how does that guest star instantly have chemistry with that person who's been on the show for 10 years? Right. So having said that, yeah, it's a little bit more challenging online, but it's not impossible. And a lot of casting directors and producers are finding they're not even holding uh, office space anymore. They're not even holding their overhead. Their overhead expenses have gone down tremendously because they are doing everything on Zoom right now. You know, And especially right now, people are kind of uneasy with this Delta variant that's coming around. They're kind of uneasy with you know uh, the vaccinations and things like that or whatever. And so people are still doing online. So it's very much prevalent. Um, as much as everybody wants to get back to normal and, and be in person, which is, I think, what we're all working towards. Um, My studios have kind of opened up a little bit um, in the last few months, maybe since May. But online is, I don't know, I really do think that it's the new wave because it's, it's, it's also created a space where casting directors can meet with somebody in Texas or Walla Walla, Washington or Florida or whatever. You don't necessarily have to be right in Los Angeles or New York anymore. And it's opened up the... The mark the, the pool of talent, really, that they can search, you know, the, the entire nation and even Canada and things, um, without having to actually be in that market in Los Angeles and New York, which is great.
0: And I guess you can have students from anywhere as
1: well. We do too. And we have them all over. We've got students to Hawaii and and I've um, got a few from Canada. We try to stay right in, in the United States. Um, but um, yeah, we have them coast to coast everywhere. Mm-hmm
0: interesting thing in, in that uh, creating content during the pandemic is obviously more difficult with uh, people having to be cautious etc mm-hmm. and sometimes be quarantined for extended periods of time at the same time the demand for new content by uh, the public at large trying to find something new to watch for instance is is uh, almost out of control. People are desperate asking each other, what have you seen that's any good?
1: Yeah. Well, that was actually, it's interesting you say that because in the beginning of it, I mean, I've been doing this a long time. So I have friends who are agents, producers, casting directors, whatever. And it was a thing like everyone's home at the beginning of the pandemic, everyone's home. The entertainment industry was shut down completely. Nothing was producing, nothing. And so they were sort of going into the vault of what do we have? Because now everybody's at home. We've got a captive audience but we can't produce new content, but what can we put out there? Um, So that was a bit challenging. And then when we, they were able to go back, I mean, the entertainment industry was shut down for months on end. Um, I mean, how many months it was, I think at least four. And um, you know, as soon as the uh, productions were given the green light to go back there, there was a few like the flash went back quickly um, and then they shoot in Vancouver, Canada, but Anyway, as soon as they were ready to go back, they shot episodes and content at a much more rapid speed because they were afraid, when is this going to get shut down again? When are we going to be in a, in a situation where we can't produce again? So they shot um, content as quickly as possible. And right now, almost everything is back. Almost everything is producing. Almost everything is, um, you know, you'll, you'll see a lot of new content in the, it's coming up now in the fall. Um, the fall season, so yeah, it was just a situation like you said, the quarantining and the certain things. I think everybody's got it down to a science now, the testing and what the, the studios now, which is a kind of a debate, and and that's okay. um Are, are some of them? Most of them are requiring a st- uh, vaccination status. The hard part about that is is that the the young kids they can't they're just not getting they they're not. Uh, eligible for vaccinations and things. So they're pro- still part of the testing process and the quarantine process and the, you know, that uh, sort of thing, like you mentioned. So look, it's not, un- it's not impossible. Everyone's figuring it out. Um, and so it, as long as you just kind of do what they ask and quarantine or, or get your negative COVID test or whatever it may be, and, and stay safe while you're shooting that production, everything will be fine and we'll continue to move forward.
0: Do you anticipate staying online with the, at least part of the business? I'm not, what, I'm, not gonna let,
1: I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let that go. We actually really enjoy it. And, and some of my coaches, uh, you know, now are even in other markets. They moved out of Los Angeles. As we all know, there was a mass exodus from New York and Los Angeles and the, the expensive cities because during COVID and when people weren't working or whatever, couldn't afford the rents. So they moved into other places and they're, you know, we're absolutely a hundred percent going to keep the online because, we created a nice little jewel box of something that people really enjoy. You know, their kids, um, look, yes, a lot of parents and kids really want to be back in person, but the the person in in Texas or the person in New Mexico, or the person in where they wouldn't necessarily have access to the entertainment industry now that they do with us, they they love it. So no, I'm, it's not going away. No matter what, no matter how many in-person things I do, the online will stay. You know, there are there are a lot
0: of parents who dream of having their children on a TV show or in a movie or something, and a lot of kids too, I suppose. So, what do you what do you tell them? Um,
1: well, we what, can smel- what do
0: you look for? You said there's an audition process.
1: Well, we could smell the parent that wants it even online. We can smell that a mile away when we can when the parent wants it more than the kid, and that's not necessarily the person that we want to work with because the kid's kind of going to be like. <sighs> you know and not really want to do it and if they're if that's the going to be the attitude that they're going to take it's they're not going to be successful and no, ma- it's no matter what they do if, if they don't want to do soccer and their kids they you know but but dad did soccer and and so they're, they're forcing them to do it they're not going to excel at it because it's not something that they really want to do what we tend to find is we get the kids that Um, I mean, we get a lot of the girls that are dancers, you know, they've been dancing since they were four years old and all that kind of stuff. But we get the kids that aren't the sports kids, you know, that they haven't really found their niche. But they like to do their little YouTube videos or their little performances in their, you know, their, their rec rooms at home and this and that. Those are the ones that really do well because they really open up when they're giving the material and, and they're working with the coach it's the ones that just don't we could tell that the parents are like oh yeah you could do this and little johnny's so cute and everybody always stops us and says up oh, they should, you should do something with little johnny or little susie and this and that or whatever and little johnny or little susie does not want to be online or does not want to learn scripts or does not want to do any of this but you could tell that it's the parents so that's number one That's it's the biggest thing that we look for number two it's just honestly, when they're first starting out, it's about their personality. It's not, excuse me, it's not about the fact that they they nailed it and they did the lines perfectly and um, because almost nobody does it that perfectly, you know, uh, right out of the gate, but it's the personality, you know? There sometimes is... Um, a, a kid that you could tell is a little bit more shy and reserved and sometimes we'll say no. And then the parents are like, look, 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 I really think that this will help them. Um, when I actually scouted Brianna Edie, who she's now Tamika on school of rock and she's doing great. And it was years ago, she was about eight years old and she was shy and the parents said to me, no, 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 we really want her to do this. We think it'll help. And it did, obviously. She's doing really, really well. And, and people know her. And, um, and she's a performer. And she sings now. And she's amazing. But um, it, it just, it depends, you know. Disney and Nickelodeon coined the phrase, the it factor. And that's because they don't know what it is until they see it and people always say like you just asked you know what do you look for it's not a specific thing we look for we're not looking for you know indian boys this age at this at this time or just kids in this age bracket at this time or i mean yeah we we stick with that age bracket but like or or just chubby boys or chubby girls, whatever it's not we're not looking just for like demographics it's just a thing that that's why we audition. Kids, it's a thing that we can see that we can a vibe, a personality, is something that a a light that turns on in them. Those are the ones that we want to work with, and those are the ones that will do well because you could tell that they want to do it. You you can't force this business because if you force it, it's going to come out sideways and it's not going to work.
0: What should parents know? Obviously, it's a a big commitment for time. What about financially? What What should parents know? How expensive is this? And uh, and uh, other things that they should be aware of.
1: You know, that's that is the biggest misconception. A lot of times parents are like, Well, I shouldn't have to pay for this. Well, I'm sorry, but. Do you not pay for extra lessons for piano or this or that or whatever or dance and cheering? Cheerleading is like one of the most expensive sports out there. I mean, parents pay twenty thousand dollars a year sometimes for these travel competitions. It look, it's not that expensive, but it's not cheap. It's you have to continue training. You have to update headshots and resumes. You know, let's say every six months because kids grow at a rapid speed. Um, so it's it. You could go look. You could do it conservatively. You know, a couple hundred bucks a month or you could really throw yourself into it and, and maybe looking at around 10 grand a year. Um, you don't have to spend 20. I don't think it's you know, necessarily that, that you have to be, it has to be that expensive, but it is a commitment financially. It is a commitment and, and more so, like you said, time-wise, but anything that's worth doing, you, you know, you have to invest time and money and energy and all of that into it. So you could do, look, there's parents that, I was raised by a, you know, a single mom and, and who had a couple jobs and, but she made it happen for us in whatever we wanted to do. My sister danced for 12 years and I did what I, you know, soccer, baseball, this, that, whatever. A- anything is a, a financial commitment and a time commitment, like you said. So you could do it on a, a couple hundred bucks a month, or you could really throw yourself into it and, and look around 10 grand a year, anywhere in that spectrum. Where can people
0: go for more information, Joe?
1: You can go to the website, societyperformers.com. They, we have social media. Um, we put everything out there. When we're holding auditions, you can see it on our social media. So... Um, if they, or they could just, if they submitted the form through the website and they, uh, you know, they send it to us, we'll let them know, like we have a uh, online seminar for an audition tonight and tomorrow, and then we'll be done for this week because of a uh, Labor Day weekend. But, um, it, it, it really just our social media, which is always at society performers. And then our website, which is societyperformers.com. And you can stay connected that way. Terrific.
0: Joe Lorenzo, thank you so much for taking the time with us.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me.